welcome to Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. I'm your host, Tom Masters, and our guest today is Les Aria, a psychologist with Kaiser Permanente who specializes in treating physio-psychological disorders, persistent pain, and medically unexplained problems. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. Um, Dr. Aria is a friend of mine. Are we still friends, Les? Uh, let's uh, let's make that decision post um, post podcast. podcast. So he and I work together closely. Um, he is a pain psychologist at Kaiser. He was their lead psychologist for many years, and he's taught me tremendous about about the human body reaction, the autonomic nervous system, applying a lot of the healing principles into the clinical realm. And uh, it's just been a very productive interaction for me. And um, I'm not so sure for him, but. <laughs> We, uh, he's my guru. He's a psychologist and I'm trying as an orthopedic surgeon to listen. And so it's been a challenge for me, but anyway, let's, we're excited to have you here and we're here to talk about our workshop we're doing on November 6th. It's a one day workshop hosted to the open center. And we're very excited about because the workshops an evolution of pretty definite discussions about what we're trying to say. And I think we really were able to sharpen our message in a way that I think should be very clear to people. Um, so let's, um, welcome. And, Thank uh, you, David. It's a pleasure to be here um, again. This I think this is my second time, right? Yep. Oh, second or third time. Yes, the pleasure right. to be here. So um, our workshop is called "Reconnecting to Your True Self." It's going to be on Saturday, November six. The registrations on Dr. Ari's website at remedypain.co. It's on my website, backincontrol.com. Also on the docjourney.com, and um, also on the Open Center out in, out in New York. And we held a workshop in May that was sort of the first half of this, really understanding the nature of anxiety and anger and how powerful they are. And this is sort of the second half of the workshop. Unless you want to discuss the workshop a bit? Yeah, David, I think this workshop is really important because one of the things we do throughout our life is try to find who we are. And it's nearly impossible to find out who we are when you're you know, drunken our anxiety, our depression, our chronic pain, and all this mechanism does not permit us to be who we are. So the, the real question is, what is the true self? But before we even get to that, I think, David, one of the things that it's important to discuss is what are some of the barriers to the true self? And you speak about it really nicely about the physiology. Um, again, this could be developmental trauma. This could be even personality. This could be life stressors, different things that tend to act as barriers to allowing us to be who we are. And um, David, maybe you could speak a little bit about safety and physiology threat. That'd be great. Well, you said the word a couple of times, which I think is accurate about the word drunk on anger. Mm-hmm. And that's a true statement because you're actually, what you're feeling is your body's physiology of adrenaline, cortisol, you have inflammatory cytokines, those, which are little molecules that communicate between cells and your brain itself becomes inflamed. Your brain goes offline. So you have anxiety and anger that actually are designed to protect you. They are a gift. Now they don't feel like a gift, but if you think about it, you wouldn't, we would not be alive unless you had anxiety to avoid danger. That's the evolution of life is based on anxiety, which is very powerful. Every living creature has it. Humans have consciousness, which is a late develop, development and evolution 
which is relatively weak compared to this unconscious survival response, and it overwhelms it. So when you're flooded with anxiety and frustration, you can't you can't access your conscious brain. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think that's it's it's really really true, and it's not psychological. So from a neuroanatomy perspective, before we even talk about the psychology of the true self, I think it's really important to understand that just as you said, when we are so overwhelmed with, again, just anything, whether it's a passing thought, an emotion or sensation in our body, what happens is this is the, as David said, so the primitive parts, that's when it's like dead weight out in the ocean of emotions is what I like to call it. What, did you, just, like, what did you just say? I think I just slipped into <laughs> I think, I think a lessism just, so be prepared. If you decide to attend a workshop, be prepared to be bombarded with lessisms. <clears throat> so here we go. Okay, let's try this one. Yeah, so if you think about it, the primitive brain, which is basically going to be referred to as the limbic system and the brainstem, the brainstem regulates your bodily functions, your heart rate, your breathing rate, your digestion, and so on. And then we have the limbic system, which is um, just right um, above the brainstem that regulates how you feel and memories and things like that. And I think that the key point here is this, is when we are having those parts of the brain dominate us, your thinking is out the door, just as David said. So with that said, we have a structure in place in service of survival. The problem with this is when this goes on, the chronicity of it actually uh, produces lots of inflammation. Again, we've not even touched the psychology part of the true self. And as David said really nicely, is these are the things that sort of like dead weights, it tends to pull us down. And unknowingly, David, I think many of us kind of go through life like this, not realizing that we actually have the power within us to make some shifts. And we cannot have the front part of the brain come on. That's where our thinking, our rationalization has, uh, David, I don't know, I don't know about you or the audience, but have you ever tried to think your way out of stress? And every time you try to rush and you're feeling overwhelmed, your thinking goes out the door. We make more right. mistakes. We say the most acerbic and condescending things to ourselves and others. So it's almost like we're not, we're not who we are. So when we are stressed, think about the last time when you said something, not you, David, but anyone, that we said something really just rude and you're like, that's not who I am. Because we were coming from a place of fear coming from a place of anger. And when we leap from a place of fear or anger, for example, that is really the primitive part. No different than my dog, when, we, when I take my dog for a walk and it sees a squirrel, my Bentley is one of the most obedient dogs and it's a, he's a chocolate lab and he has lots of energy, but he walks by me, he heals, he sits, he does a bunch of things. But when his primitive brain sees a squirrel, he makes a beeline for it. He does not listen to my instructions because the most primitive parts of the brain are activated. And that's what we're trying to mention to folks is this is there needs to be some real clear understanding that it's there's nothing wrong with you. You're not damaged. Sometimes we're just stuck in this overwhelming sensation of the stress response. Well, one of the terminologies you've used, which has been very helpful for me, is that anxiety is hardwired, is unresponsive. As my friend Bruce Lipton pointed out, to deal with anxiety and anger, they're hardwired reactions to survive. They are your protectors, but they don't respond to rational interventions. You might as well open up the hood of your car and try to talk to your engine or try to talk to the hard drive of your computer. It's not responsive and it feels bad. But the other thing is 
and, and we've taught, we've learned this through our polyvagal work group is that when you are upset or anxious, you, you, the inflammation goes up in the brain and those inflammatory cells actually change the blood flow and shift the blood flow from the thinking centers, what we call the neocortex down into what Dr. Ari talked about, the lower part of the brain. So that's why there's so much human behavior that's very unpleasant. We intellectually know better. Why do we behave the way we do? But we're in the midbrain that survival is also destructive to yourself and other people because it's only about survival. And so the first question is, we spend a tremendous amount of time in life trying to avoid the sensation that we call anxiety, which just mm -hmm. reflects our body's physiology. And what you have to understand is that it's there, it's necessary. And I use the term develop a working relationship with it. Right. So what the workshop's about is actually understanding the survival response, how powerful it is. You don't have to solve it or fix it. You learn to live with it, use it to your advantage. Then what the workshop's about is then you're free to actually connect to who you actually are or who we are referring to your true self. Yeah. David, something is giving birth right now. So are you ready? So you're not responsible to what shows up. You're responsible to how you show up. It is the key factor okay. can, in can you developing. Repeat that again? Can you repeat yeah, that again? Sure. Okay. Sure, absolutely. So I thought I'd drop one, another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so part of part of this workshop is live interaction. So, Doctor, what the model is, Doctor Aria tries to abuse me, and I get to use my tools to deflect it. So you'll see all this model in action. So, keep, so, so keep trying. So right now he's right now he's torturing me with lessons. I am but trying. I, hopefully, I'm getting at some level of your thick skin. <laughs> Uh, all right I'm, so I'm let's get back on it. Okay. <laughs> so what I, what I was basically um uh, teasing you and the audience is basically this it's really really important for you to understand this you are not responsible for what shows up that what is showing up your difficult thoughts your difficult emotions and your painful sensations in your body when something shows up please understand that this is the survival mechanism of the brain it is not psychological and when you recognize that and can actually digest that solemnly with great conviction that I'm not responsible to what shows up. So when you're reacting to something, you are reacting to what the brain senses as me no safe, I am not safe. And at that point, when you recognize there's, and here's a clue that something has dominated you in your brain. So let me repeat this. So there are two factors that show up that lets you know that your, your primitive parts of your brain has taken over and your front part of your brain, your thinking is out the door. When you have a mood shift, a sudden mood shift that you feel and or when you notice tension in your body, at that point, something is dominating you. Once you notice, key point, once you notice there is a mood shift or tension inside of you, at this point, you are responsible I'm going to put this all together in a few seconds. At that point, on that moment, in that junction, or I call it the choice point, you are now responsible to how you relate to what shows up. You're not responsible to what shows up, but you are responsible to how you relate to what's showing up. And I've said that a different way, but I think that's really well said, is that there's stress in your reaction to the stress. So stress isn't the problem, it's your reaction to it. So anytime you're anxious or frustrated, you're in the past, you're not here anymore. In other words, your, your entire life up to this very second, your actions this, to this very second are determined by your entire life up to this second, right? I yep. mean, you've learned what's safe, what's not safe. You've learned what to avoid, what to seek. 
all that's programmed by your entire past right to this very second. And so when you're reacting, anytime you're anxious or angry, you're in the past, you're actually not in the present. So then you have to use the tools to get into the present, then you choose what to do. So the first, the morning part is really not only showing you how powerful that is, but also doing exercises to help you understand and feel what we're talking about. There's some tools to be able to separate from the reaction, because once you've separated from this massive reaction, you got to separate from this in order to connect to your true self. You cannot yeah. beat this thing. You can't work your way through it. You have to, to separate and process it. Then you can connect to your true self. Yeah. So in the afternoon, um, Dr. Arya is going to talk about why are these protectors so destructive? And Dr. Arya, why are they so destructive? Yeah, because they're in service of protecting you. Hence the word protectors. And taken from internal family systems, just to kind of conceptualize this, the true self using um, a, a really clear evidence-based treatment called internal family systems. So what is the true self? And the true self is basically the part of us when we are not caught up in any of this noise inside of our head, the primitive parts of the brain, if you wish, or when we're not so blended, to use a key term, blended with our thoughts, that inner critic. Think about this is, are you really who you are when you are really angry? No, that you're reacting to something inside of you as a threat. Right. So the portal towards, uh, one of the portals towards the true self is compassion. Now, there's, it's, I do not know of a human being on earth, David, maybe you do, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm asking the wrong surgeon here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a little jab there. So one of the things is... Come on, no, bring it on. This is good. <laughs> bring it on. All right, David, there we go. This is going to be the interaction in the workshop. Here we go. So right. one of the things is, David, uh, I think you know this, but and it's really important to emphasize this to the audience, is this. It is hard to get to compassion, the portal of compassion. And through to get to compassion, one needs to lower the threat response within you. That's the physiology we're talking about. Right, David? So I'm a little bit more cynical than that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, I belong to a group called the Charter for Compassion, which is a great group, great things. They had compassion rallies, compassion cities. Mm -hmm. But I kept thinking, well, you know, something when you're anxious and frustrated or angry, compassion goes right out the door. Yeah. There's a really good reason for that, because you have these massive survival reactions, and it does squish everything. So what happens is you process anger and anxiety you now have a strong chance for compassion to emerge. So it's a different sort of reverse process is that you learn to work with anxiety and anger, this door opens and you can now nurture, connect and compassion is one of the things that start to emerge to your true yeah. self. Yes. So, but you yeah. can't, if you're doing battle with these circuits, you're not, you, you just, you, there's, no energy there's no energy left over to reach out to other people. Remember right. these circuits are for survival and they tend to be destructive because it, it keeps you alive. It's really all about you, me. Right, 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 right. And, and so this, this goes back to you know, um, the term we use in the psychology concept of the true self is we have these inner critics, just that's one of the protectors. And then other protectors, what we call maybe the firefighter, the part of us that is very reactive, very reactive. And a lot of our life and chronic problems can stem from that. Um, think about this is there's a part of us that runs our life, the constant inner critic, do this, don't do that. You shouldn't have said that, you know, it's not going to work. Just all those thoughts come from, a, a, from, a, from parts of us called um, protectors. 
David and the audience, if, have you guys ever watched the movie called Split? Split. Yeah. Does <clears throat> uh, it sound familiar now? Not, not here. Okay. Yeah. So uh, highly folks, d definitely check it out. And Split is basically an extreme movie of how you have different personalities inside of you. Um, people call it multiple personality disorder. They used to call it, that's one, but now we call it DID, dissociative identity disorder. What's this got to do with the protectors and the true self? Well, in some sense, we all have different personalities inside of us. And let me explain that because these personalities are called protectors. There's a part of you that wants to do that exercise and part of you are like, no, nah, I don't think so. I'm, I want to do something else. I want to get on social media and waste two hours. So there's a part of us that says, I want to be kind. Oh, hell no. You know what? I'm sick and tired of you pushing me around. We have different parts inside of us. And that's what this workshop is about, is to go beyond just the parts, but to actually get to your true self, as David said, to unlayer this. And the true self has a lot of C's. The true self is confident. The true self is compassionate. The true self is courageous. So the morning is spent on trying to open this door to who you are. In the afternoon, we're trying to walk you, not trying, we will walk you through the door of how to get there. Uh, and honestly, we've done enough workshops, so we're excited about this. And we just have had a lot of, you, a lot of people have success during the workshop, maybe yeah. two or three months later, also in a clicks into gear. So it gives you a different three-dimensional concept of what we're trying to accomplish. So in the afternoon, right. I'm gonna talk about the neuroscience of play and connection. And I just have to tell about one study, which I find really fascinating, is that <clears throat> when you, th this is play, with passion and connection. In other words, it's not, it's not just play to distract yourself. So there's a study out of UCLA, which I find incredibly fascinating, that there's two types of pleasure in life. One is hedonic pleasure, which is pleasure for pleasure's sake. The other one is living pleasure called eudonic pleasure, where you live, live with a sense of connection and passion and purpose. So what they did out of UCLA, they looked at the genome, and your genome is what directs traffic in your body. And it directs the formation of inflammatory cells amongst one of its functions. And they found 20 genes that actually create these what's called warrior white blood cells. And they found out that when you live life with hedonic pleasure, just pleasure for pleasure's sake, your inflammatory markers went straight through the ceiling. They went straight up. When you live life with a sense of purpose and passion, they went straight down. It wasn't two slopes yeah. of a curve. It was straight up and straight down. So living with, living with a sense of purpose and passion, in other words, connecting to who you are, is highly anti-inflammatory. It it's a remarkable study. just blew me away. Because you think in play and pleasure, whatever you do to distract yourself and right. relax and et cetera. But if you're just trying mm -hmm. to escape the circuits, it doesn't work. Because yeah. the circuits are inflammatory. So then the last part, um, and I will let you talk, Dr. Arya. I mean, remember, as a psychologist, you're supposed to be listening. Which you, you're doing, doing, you're doing right. it. You're, right. Of course, if I don't stop talking, you have to listen, right? Anyway, um, so the last part is letting your true self emerge. And Dr. Arya is going to actually finish the day with a pretty um, in, in, interactive workshop that allows you yeah. to um, learn tools to help you um, accomplish this. Yeah, and, and let's just maybe leave with this thought and metaphor, um, you know, whether at the workshop or even with this, is for us to kind of do this, is recognize this, that most of us don't want to show up to ourselves during difficult moments. Think about this. Every time we have a very painful thought, emotion, or even just a sensation in our body, 
the first thing we want to do as a human is just to kind of, you know, how the hell do I get rid of this? I just want to get rid of it. And this is what you're going to find out is getting, trying to get rid of your thoughts, emotions, or sensations is like trying to struggle in quicksand. You tend to sink. And what we're going to walk you through is basically an ability to make full contact, even during difficult moments. And in doing so, you can actually talk to those parts of your mind that actually tend to be very dominant. Think of the parts inside of your inner critics. They're basically what we call parentified children. Children basically who act like adults and run the household. I'm not sure how you run your household, but my children do not run the household. I run the household and we need to be a guide. We need to be loving. We need to be have some form of self-discipline some form of kindness. And the point here is this, is when you can learn to look at everything that shows up inside of you as trying to protect you, and you can show up in that difficult moment, you will start to strengthen your true self. No, I'm excited about it. I had not looked at this agenda for a few weeks and um, very, you know, we spent a lot of time discussing it. Mm -hmm. We have lots of small group discussions. We have large group discussions, case presentations. And it's going to be very interactive data. It's going to go by very, very quickly. So you can sign up for the course. Again, Dr. Ari's website is remedypain.co. My website is backincontrol.com or the docjourney.com. And also the Open Center in New York has a registration for it. So um, we'd be excited to have you there. Our, our workshop went well. We had lots of people that are still working with both of us that are still making good progress. And so some people, again, it gives you a taste of what's possible. And you now have a set of tools that you can start using going forward. And with repetition, you'll get better with those tools and be able to process stress more easily, start creating, creating the life that you want by connecting to who you actually are. So we're excited about it. That's fantastic. And uh, we're excited to have anyone who wishes to be improving their self, their life, because when you improve yourself, uh, be the best self to yourself, you have a better quality of life your body tends to calm down and those around you will have the best of you so thank you david for having me on the podcast it's a pleasure thanks les i'm looking forward to it i'd like to thank our guest dr les aria for being on the show today and for discussing how the body's physiologic response to threat can block our ability to connect with who we really are in their upcoming workshop dr hanscom and dr aria will discuss this in more detail and also provide tools for reconnecting with your true self. I'm your host, Tom Masters, reminding you to be back next week for another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. And in the meantime, be sure to visit the website at www.backincontrol.com. Thanks for listening today, and join us next week for Back in Control Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.